The Chicago White Sox needed to find a way somehow to stop the Minnesota Twins. The Sox finally did that on Wednesday afternoon as they salvaged the series and beat the Twins 9-8 in 10 innings. How did Aloy look and who played the hero? Uh, you might still be surprised about what you witnessed. And the Chicago White Sox hit more than one home run, a sight for sore eyes. Dylan Cease looks to once again tame the Tigers on Thursday night. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. Uh, we're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Lockdown White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan. Uh, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox locked on. White Sox is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Big win for our White Sox, a game they absolutely had. Uh, welcome back to Aloy. Uh, thank you, and I'm sorry to Leary Garcia. A lot's to get to, but I have the pleasure of being joined by my co-host from the Good Guys Talk Back Chicago White Sox podcast, uh, Mr. Pat Hester. Hello, sir. Nick, thanks for having me on the show tonight. Can't wait to break down today's game, talk about uh, the enormity of this uh, past series and, and the, the still opportunity ahead of this team. Uh, even when it looked like they were in their darkest hour, there's still some life. You usually take a very positive approach when you and I get together and talk White Sox, uh, but I know how the Sox have been playing has rattled everybody's nerves, even the most positive of Sox fans. Uh, Sox find themselves now uh, two games under 500, 39 and 41, uh, five and a half games back instead of what could have potentially been maybe seven and a half games back if they lost this game to the Twins. Uh, Sox win one of three games. Sox have only won uh, one in six games against the Twins uh, this year. But do you have a sense, Pat, uh, after this 10th uh, inning, this extra inning dramatic win, do you feel like, okay, uh, we just needed one. Uh, we, did, we didn't need a sweep. We just needed one. And I think things are going to start falling in place. Well, if, if the home runs continue to happen, Nick, I think so. I mean, it's, it's crazy when we think about it. We could sit here and break down slash lines and stats and this and that. And it all comes down to how many home runs can this team hit? Because when they hit home runs, they seem to fare pretty well, Nick. And you saw it today. Even though it was in comeback fashion the entire day today, when they hit the ball of the ballpark, they've got a shot. There's a chance. Yeah. And and it hasn't happened with the regularity that we'd have liked to see this entire year. It was nice to have Aloy back. I don't know if that's the spark that was needed for this offense to kind of get going and, and put the ball in the seats, but 
it, anything, I'll, I'll take it, whatever, what, whatever it takes. If it's Aloy's presence and him you know, contributing, that's going to, you know, be a trickle down effect to the rest of the offense. Great. I'll take it. And again, this team will go as far as, as the ball goes out of the ballpark. Mm. Yeah. Uh, three home runs on Wednesday. Uh, Sachs, uh did not hit a lot of home runs in this series. Mm -hmm. uh, Minnesota had nine home runs. Sox, I believe, had uh, four home runs in the series. And, you know, Aloy's presence was felt immediately. I mean, I, I was surprised at how quickly he got things going offensively. Mm -hmm. uh, he even made some uh, a defensive play in left field, tracking one down and then getting uh, to know the net uh, once again. Um <laughs> Yeah, you know, Minnesota's pesky. Mm -hmm. You and I know that. Our listeners know that. Uh, they just kept coming back. And I just didn't know if the Sox had enough punch in them. And so the fact that it was that type of comeback win for the Sox, they were able to hold uh, the Twins and extras and then win it in the bottom. You know, the extras hasn't really fared that well for the White Sox as of late. Those types of things, if I'm trying to find more, you know, silver mm -hmm. linings of positivity, those have uh, in me feeling pretty good as we continue to go through this uh, gauntlet in July of AL Central opponents. Yeah, and you bring up the extra inning thing. I think it was uh, the July 4th game on, on Monday when they went into extras and the stat came up in the on the bottom of the broadcast that they were four and five this year in extra inning games, and I couldn't believe it. I was almost shocked. And after today, now they're five and six in extra inning games. So uh, I, I thought it just feels like they fare so poorly in extra inning games. And it felt eerily similar today with Liam Hendricks coming into the ninth inning and, and, and pitching there. And it worked out today, whereas uh, on Monday it didn't because you, you burn that that bullet, if you will, in the ninth inning when you maybe could have used him you know, in the extra inning affair. So it worked out today. It was good to see. And it, and it was nice to see the offense continue to battle and the team have some life because, you know, we've talked about it a lot, Nick. It just seems like this team has slept walk through most of the season. And I don't know. I thought maybe the, the sweep in San Francisco is what it really kind of took for them to kind of turn this season around. You could point it to that series and go, that's when it all changed. And then you come home and you, and you, lay an egg in the first two games in this series when it was as big of a series as you could possibly draw up this at this point in the season. Yeah. Uh, Monday was gut wrenching uh, Tuesday. The Sox got flat out beat. And I thought the headline for Wednesday for a while was going to be, um, you know, the, the, uh, the Minnesota twins just flat out, just like, you know, out clubbed the white Sox. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, Polanco with a couple home runs. I mean, the ball was flying off of their bats and, Oddly enough, we kept guys like Buxton quiet in the yeah. series. That was the guy that everybody was talking about, as uh, they should have been. you got to stop Buxton. Well, th maybe they focused too much on Buxton, and they let all of these other guys, you know, bottom-of-the-order guys, uh, you know, do what they will with White Sox uh, pitching. Um, a player, Pat, that is talked about so, so much, uh, the straw that stirs the drink uh, usually for our White Sox, Tim Anderson, 0 for the series. Uh, he had nothing going on offensively. Um, and that was a worry for me uh, because usually, you know, it goes both ways. Uh, when Tim Anderson is hitting and things are going well, sacks are winning. Well, when Tim Anderson is going 0 for 3, 0 for 4, having a rough game, even in the field, you know, sacks aren't winning. And that, and that was the case. 
kind of nice that the Sox were able to salvage this win still without Tim Anderson, but are you worried about a guy like Anderson right now? Well, I'm, I'm a little worried more so about, and I don't, in this town, you know, we've talked a lot, especially with the Chicago Bears about body language and the Jay Cutler era. His body language doesn't look good to me right now, Nick. I mean, I know he's had some, there was a, a, a couple that he struck well today to right field. One, he was robbed on a nice play out there in right field, but he, he just doesn't look, just something just doesn't look right with him. The way he's moving around, the way he's carrying himself, he just looks like really unhappy. And and whatever might be going on upstairs is really carried on to the batter's box. I, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing right now when you see Tim Anderson doesn't look like he's enjoying the game right now. Yeah, you know, uh, rumors flying, um, you know, you might have heard them uh, as a Sox fan. Uh, our listeners might have heard them. Uh, I, I don't want to get too much into it. I, I don't know any of the details. I've heard some of the rumors in, in his personal life, and that's his personal life. And if something's weighing on him, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe he needs to take a couple days off, step away. Uh, hopefully he's healthy. But he just – I would agree with you, Pat. He's, he looked He looked different. Uh, this mm-hmm. pack, we almost like maybe the series was too big for him or something, but you know, he might very well have something going on uh, in, in his mind weighing on him. Uh, a guy that looked uh, just carefree uh, was Larry Garcia um, <laughs> with the big uh, hit in the bottom of the 10th infield in, and he was able to manage to, to get one through the left side and uh, Hey, good for Larry Garcia. I know I give him a lot. Uh, you do as well. And a lot of other Sox fans, um, you know, he was able to get the job done today. Well, you know what? I hope he, I hope he reads everything. You know, the players always say, I don't read it in the newspaper. That's kind of a dated uh, comment today. I think you're the only person in Chicago that still <laughs> reads do. an actual newspaper. I do. Nick Morowski, you're the one <laughs> subscriber, but uh, you know, I hope he reads tweets and listens to what people say about him. I hope it motivates him to try and be better. And, and, and it's nice to see him have success. I, again, it's never a thing that I don't want him to come through. It's not a thing where he was up today and I was hoping he'd strike out or, or something bad would happen to him. It was more or less, come on, man, you're, you're really, you're really hurting the team. You're out there a lot. You're out there a lot for a reason because you're helping out when, when guys are down or out of the lineup and you play a lot of positions. I get it. You have to contribute at some point because it's not like he's flawless in the field. He's not. He's, he's an average defender at just about every position he plays and maybe below average at some of them. But he has to come through sometimes because, as there's a lot of people on Twitter that say, and I do as well, it always seems to be leery up in those big moments. And today was another big moment, and he came through. And he came through in, uh, in San Francisco as well. So, you know, I don't expect him to start hitting the cover off the ball. I just expect him to be an average player. Don't be a below average player. Don't be a, a person that's going to hurt the team. You have to just be average, and that's all I'm really hoping for from Aleri Garcia. Yeah, uh, he did what was needed today, and it was great. And I was not shocked that he was put in that situation because it does always seem like he is up in critical moments and uh, happy for him that he came through. But ultimately, of course, that we got a win and uh, we're able to get something out of this uh, series. want to talk a little bit about uh, Lance Lynn, some of our bullpen, and uh, how the Sox responded to the surge of the Twins. We're going to get to that uh, more uh, in a moment.
At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Uh, Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKDOWN. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Okay, so uh, Lance Lynn had the start uh, for our White Sox, and I don't think he was uh, terribly sharp. Um you know, uh, he was giving up the long ball, some shaky command. Um, there was an issue in the top of the first where Tim Anderson uh, failed to tag the runner with the ball and couldn't execute a double play. Talking more about maybe what's going on with T.A. mentally, I'm not sure. But Lynn throws uh, 28 pitches. You know, he, he labored uh, throughout the game. Um what did you see with Lance Lynn? Um, and, 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 you know, maybe it was, it's still early for him, I guess, yeah. in the season, but you know, it's got to get to a point soon where it's, it's, it's not early, you know, yeah. it's time we need you. Is this, I think this is what fourth start since coming back or fifth start. It, it could I mean, be fifth I, start. I think yeah. it's his fifth start by now. He's the rush should be knocked off, but he is coming off an injury, right? Nick and a long rehab and coming back. I'll, I'll still give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because he is a veteran pitcher. Again, I, I, I see some good things out of Lance Lynn, right? For during this five game stretch here, I, I see some, you know, not so great things as well, but I have still have confidence in him that he'll find himself. I'm not all that concerned. I just think it's still knocking a little of the rust off and, and maybe, you know, when, when things aren't going well behind him right now, he needs plays to be made behind him. And he can't have, you know, innings where he's throwing pitches, you know, extra pitches that that are unnecessary. So, you know, maybe later on in, in this season, as it goes along, you know, those can be covered up a little more quickly by him. But right now with him trying to find himself, it, it's got to be a, a well-played game behind him. And when you don't have confidence in the guys behind you, I think that can affect what you're doing as well. I mean, it's not like he hasn't pitched in front of this defense for a year and a half, right? He knows what to expect. So even being the, the the crafty veteran that he is now in his career, it's like it's really hard to find it when you have to feel like you have to be so fine all the time and you're on an island. And, and again, this team can't get out of its own way at times defensively. And you just, you just have to make the routine things. At this point, I'm not asking guys to do things that are above their, their, their level. Just make the routine plays, make the proper plays, and and don't let your pitchers be hung out to dry and throw almost 30 pitches in an inning because of that. So, again, I'm not as concerned about him. I just think it's, you know, at times it's like you feel like you have to do it all on your own. And when he's doing all the antics he does turning around, 
I think mm-hmm. maybe he's looking at his defense at times. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's talking to the defense and, and mm-hmm. nothing, everybody else. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, his final line, five innings, six hits, five earned runs, two walks, four strikeouts, a uh, home run. His ERA is at 5.33. He threw he threw 91 pitches, but he was at 53 pitches uh, after the second inning. Uh, there was another defensive miscue, I think, out in uh, right center. I don't know if you saw this between Sheets and Robert. Um, there just seemed to be a massive miscommunication of who was going to get the ball Uh, Robert kind of like jogged past the ball. Sheets bobbled it. I mean, it it caused for some traffic on the base paths and Minnesota scored. Um, And that that has got to be infuriating, Um, you know, with what happened in the first with T.A. and and not tagging with the ball. And then in the second inning, it's unneeded pitches on a guy that, you know, I'm not saying that he's made a glass right now, but every every pitch counts sometimes, you know, and. And that's what really hurts. Um, go ahead. No, I was just going to say Robert didn't have the the, the most uh, glowing uh, series defensively either. You no, know, for no, a guy that's not. a gold lover, you know, he didn't show very well in the outfield. It's almost like he's disinterested out there, you know, playing at times. And maybe it's like, look at these jokers you have to my my right and my left. I don't know. Maybe it's gotten in his head too. I I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Though that's a good point. I, I wonder. You know, I, I wonder if he feels like I've got to carry the burden here and making up for things in left and and right field, and I've got to track things down. And you know, I, I'm still trying to nurse my legs. Uh, but the, the uh, Tuesday's game when he lost two fly balls in the sky was it? Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going on there. I haven't seen anything quite like that from him. Um, and I really didn't hear an explanation about it either. But, you know, he also closes the gap so quickly, had it on yeah. Monday, where you will think that that ball is destined for the gap or will drop down, and he just glides through and, and makes that grab. Um, and he's been, you know, he's been getting some hits. Of course, flex the power um, uh, on uh, on Wednesday in the afternoon with Vaughn and with uh, Aloy. I want to talk a little bit more uh, about – you know, kind of a power surge and why it is so important in this aspect of, of danger in the lineup. Uh, I also want to look ahead. Uh, boy, we've got the right man on the mound to start this Detroit series, this four-game series with the Tigers. going to talk uh, all about that uh, in just a moment. Hey, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and of course, all Major League Baseball uh, news. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And betonline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA boxing and golf head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action bet online where the game starts so what we saw with the minnesota twins this series was a concentrated effort i think by our pitching staff to limit a dangerous man in byron buxton and what happened was is we i feel we're so focused on buxton that we let other guys 
take advantage of us. And some of the hits, some of the home runs that the Twins had, we're looking at middle, middle stuff. You know, Kopech with a hanging slider or, or a middle fastball. They weren't really competitive pitches. And I'm just wondering if it was because these guys were taken for granted. And that's what I, I think we want from our White Sox team. When you talked about home runs earlier in this episode, Pat, uh, which is what we're all crying for, right, is more power. It's not necessarily because we want to be this team, I think, that, you know, out out bashes everybody. And, you know, that's that's we're just going to be one dimensional and the long ball will it, the long ball is a domino effect. You know, if when you have dangerous guys in the lineup and you've got a guy like Aloy or Robert that can flex power instantaneously and change the game, well, now a pitching staff has to be very careful on how not only they're going to pitch to him, but then what are you going to do with guys around him? Because you don't want guys on the base with some of those guys up to bat. The Sox haven't really had those dangerous guys yet this year. And on Wednesday, I'm hoping that planted a seed. Uh, for the rest of this critical stretch, especially next time we face the Minnesota Twins. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, Nick. And I, I don't know, I don't have all the the home run uh, teams that are, you know, the teams that lead the leagues and and home runs. But I would imagine it's all the teams that are are in first place or <laughs> or or in playoff spots or in, or in positions right now, right? I mean, you look at the Yankees. I, I mean, Aaron Judge is hitting home runs. He probably just hit one a second ago. You know, and I don't <laughs> even know if he if they're playing right now. He's hitting them <laughs> in his sleep. Yeah. Uh, and you've got guys that we could have had in the off season, you know, Kyle Schwarber, mm, that's, mm, that's mm, had just every other time he turns around, he's hitting one out of the ballpark. So, you know, it's just, it's interesting. You know, you look at the success of teams and right now it, in 2022, it's about hitting the ball out of the ballpark. And those are the teams that have success. And those are the teams that have the highest run differential. And because it's, it's so hard in this day and age, to strain together hit after hit after hit to get a run or two across the board with the way that strikeouts happen. It's not the game anymore of two or three singles score a run, a double here or there, and, and that's how you're scoring. Station runs. to station yeah. baseball. That's that's not really you no, know, that's not yeah. gonna win you too many games. You're not putting up crooked numbers in innings like like it used to happen, where it's just guys are batting around and it's it's doubles and, and singles and you know, maybe the occasional home run, it's, it's, you're scoring the bulk of your runs by hitting out of the ballpark. And until this team consistently do that, they're going to do exactly what they've done all year. Nick is they actually hit the ball really well. They're they're, they're one of the best in the league in terms of average, if memory serves, Mm -hmm. but they're one of the worst in hitting the ball to the ballpark. So, and, and hence you're two games under 500 and whatever, how many games back we are at this point. And, you're, you're looking up at two teams ahead of you. Yeah. Uh, just take Wednesday, for example, uh, three home runs were hit. They were each two run home runs. And that was the game we won in this series. Um, it, it's not, it just, it's not a fluke that that happened that way, I believe. Uh, and the guys that hit them, Robert, Aloy and Vaughn, those are the guys we're going to have to lean on. Yeah. And, and it's almost like, Hey, Aloy, welcome back. Uh, we need you immediately mm-hmm. uh, to start to not only stay healthy, but to start producing yeah. and uh, Abreu, you know, he's been doing everything he possibly can uh, offensively. And I feel like he's just pulling this team. Uh, what, whatever, whatever will he has left, he's trying to. Um, and he's like, help me. I need others. And uh, they arrived on Wednesday. I thought it was, a, you know, it could have gone a, a different way on Wednesday, uh, 
yeah. but it was a, a much needed win, a great win, and hopefully something to build on with this critical stretch coming up. Uh, Sox start a series with the Detroit Tigers on Thursday evening. They are sending Dylan Cease to the mound. Dylan Cease has a record of 10-0 and with an ERA of 1.91 and 75 strikeouts in 11 appearances against the Tigers in his career. Cease uh, has pitched twice against the Tigers this season, 10 combined innings, one earned run. Uh, I'll take that, Pat. Uh, I'm excited for this game. Well, you know, it's one of those things, right, Nick? It's like if you were a betting man, that that seems like a pretty good bet. But, you know, at some point, you know, he's going to be hopefully pitching with this team for a long time and pitching against the Tigers a lot of times. At what point does does it go the other way? Let's hope it's not tomorrow. But I like our chances uh, with Cease on the hill against the Tigers. Tigers coming off a, a really impressive uh, three-game sweep over the Guardians. So, mm-hmm. you know, don't let that team get some confidence. It's time to stomp that out now when they come into our ballpark and treat, you know, the Motor City Kitties like we have most of the year this year. Yeah, you can't take them for granted. Uh, we've learned that, I think, in the Baltimore series. Uh, mm-hmm. you got to continue to play them tough. We've got the right guy on the mound. And that guy, Dylan Cease, can't take anything for granted. Can't mm-hmm. say, well, I'm 10-0 against this team. Uh-uh-uh. Uh, you need to put the same work in, You know, the, the same game plan, uh, go over the recent video, and, and pretend it's like a 0-0 record. Uh, yeah. and, and hopefully uh, these bats, uh, some of the carryover, shows up on Thursday. It's going to be a warm, uh, warm weekend, some hot weather. So hopefully the ball carries. Uh, Pat Hester, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for joining Lockdown Socks. Nick, it is always a pleasure to join you. Thanks for having me as always. And great show. Uh, I will be talking with you on the Good Guys Talk Back weekly Chicago White Sox uh, podcast, and you are on Twitter at PatHester21, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, you can follow me there if you uh, so choose to. I usually just respond to whatever you're you're doing. It's uh, it's like our it's our our, our personal uh, you know texting back and forth uh, that just goes out to the world. So that's right. That's right. Uh, well, thank you so much, buddy. I will be talking with you soon. Cheers, my friend. Folks, thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. I'll make your second listen Lockdown MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I'll recap Dylan Cease's performance and hopefully be talking about a White Sox winner. Appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski, and until next time, go Sox!